toys, bitch, you better bow down. Crowd just wanna hear the show, start the countdown. Don't be messing around, we ain't chasing no clout. Better shut your ass up before we put your ass down. Like you lumped up, taking verbal bumps, jump. We don't ever bite tongues, always keeping it the buck. Danger, we will, they gon' change the game. Bump boys podcast, it'll melt your brain. Y'all don't wanna see the flame, so don't spark the match. We like rookie Kurt Angle, make your ankle snap. Three amigos like Eddie, but don't lie, you steal. Only cheat when we gotta, but to win, we will. Mike skills like Dusty, but go hard like Brock. I'm a stunner like Austin, dropping elbows like Mach. Y'all don't wanna see the finish, cause it's us on top. One, two, three, get the V and get a warrior pop. Yo! What is going on, guys? Another episode of Ring the Bell with the Bump Boys. I have Jamie joining us. What's going on, guys? It's, it's the. Ah, fuck. Cut, 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 cut. There ain't no cut. It's live. Oh, shit. Yeah, Damn, it's all live, up. man. I'm fucking up already. This is his second video, though. He helped us with the Stone Cold video. Yes, I have. So, excited to be back here, guys. And um, we're going to do talk some things. We're going to talk about um, AEW versus WWE. We're going to talk about Tony Khan being a fucking buffoon. And we're going to do uh, King of the Hill, wherever the fuck that is. You'll like King of the Hill. That's something that we go on. We have a trivia, King of the Hill. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into it. Since we've asked everyone in the previous podcast, what do you think what's going on with AEW, man? AEW starting to look a lot like WCW right now. I feel like they're in a... It's looking like the end of T- yeah, looking like WCW. It's looking like the end of TNA of the, gl- the glory days of TNA when it was at its last legs. The good old days. It's just, when it's, Lemon Show. Yeah. Okay, you better give me the, the, the yeah, when Hulk Hogan and Bischoff and all them other Jabronis Flair came over were and just, just ruining it, just ruining it. And Jeff Jarrett keep coming back from the dead. He just kept coming back and just having a storyline, a important storyline in this in the main event. Like you know, like. It's looking bad. Like, AEW is looking bad. And, like... So, who do you blame it on? Do you blame it on... Obviously, the big blame, what, Tony Khan? He gets probably the most blame for it. Obviously, yeah, the booking... I say, like, um... Yeah, like, 99%. I'll like, say, like, 78%. Okay. So, where's the other percentage? Where's the other 22% coming from, then? It's coming from the talent itself. In what way? In a way where, uh, like... Not committed, or... Not committed. Just... Certain... You know, certain people, certain names on the roster just not really being committed into it. And just, it's just the overall structure of like how each card of it, each card, like from the main eventers to your mid cards and then your tag and your women's division is just like, it's all over the place. It's not fully well developed. It's like your roster is sloppy. Paper thin. It's, and it's paper thin. Yeah. When you look at it. And then you're, they're trying, and plus they're trying to do expand way too fast in such a little time. Like I never really understand why they have like I I know there's dynamite, and then there's uh, what's the other show? The Rampage, Friday, Rampage. Rampage, and then they have the After Dark. Yep, After Dark, after after dark Elevation. Ele- elevation, and then which I like. I think it's pretty good to have it on YouTube. You know, some who can't have. Cable. And I know they got they just acquired Ring of Honor as well. Just, yeah, they basically just shat on Ring just, of Honor. Ring of just, Honor doesn't it's, really it's exist. Basically, it's basically they expanded way too much. They've been around for how many years? Like, what, three years now? Three years, yeah. Three years, and they expanded way too quick. It's basically just they're trying to do too many things, grow way too fast. They're trying without, to compete with WWE, think? Without really building a foundation. They had the foundation with the with pretty much your you got your... You had your four pillars. Everybody knows about the four pillars. MJF, Darby Allin. Britt Baker. Brick Baker, Sammy. Sammy Guevara, or even you can put Jungle Boy in that. Yeah, Jungle Boy in there. Wardlow. 
those are basically your your main four that you homegrown should, talent, bread and homegrown butter. talent, and those are the guys you should make sure they're well protected, no matter what. That's my opinion. They should be protected. They should always at least look good, but still be built up because those are your guys yeah. who are, who's supposed to carry your 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 company for the next eight to ten eight to twelve years. Basically, like, yeah, like the brand, like if you like you were saying, it's sloppy. Like look what they're like MJF. In my opinion, is their biggest star. That is and they're almost star. close to losing him. I, I want to say their only star. Like Wardlow was a huge star. Like Wardlow's a huge star in my opinion. Like what he, bro, he attracts. Like when we were at the event, bro, he attracts like young girls into Wardlow. He attracts the younger crowd. It's just like Hook. Like the way they ran Hook. Like I feel like they were on a good path for Hook, and now it's just like, all right, what are they what really is, doing, doing with him? What, what happened to the whole Danhausen oh, Dan we were supposed yeah. to get with the tag team and winning the belts together? They basically said, fuck Danhausen. What's that him doing some other shit with the best friends or whatever it was? And then now and the, Hook, he'll just have his own little singles run with the FTR, FTR belt beating Ricky. Yeah, it's just, it just seems like they. It's sloppy. It's, it's like WCW booking almost where it's like, where's the vision? There's no vision at the end. Like, there's, there's no there's no end game. You, you, you get, he got excited. Sign, oh, this guy got released. I'm going to sign him. Look at look at like look. They signed it. They signed Claudio Cesaro. Now he's in fucking Ring of Honor doing nothing. He's in the, basically in the catering room. He's in the catering room. Well, they brought him in and basically not squashed, but they basically had Jonathan Gresham, their champion, just lose like that at the pay per view. And then, and then he asked for his release. He's like, ah, right, yeah, fuck this shit. You just have Claudio come in, and obviously, take, and, take, and, and just, just take, take my everything. belt. Yeah, basically. I built. I built. I built. Basically, built the title and yeah. just help help proceed with it and just. Kick them out, and then like you, and then you got Eddie Kingston Eddie fucking Kingston smacking smacking people smacking on the people active around. roster like, and shit you like got that. Eddie Kingston just looks unprofessional. He's like the most unprofessional person. Like he's like that guy at your job who just does the most disrespectful shit in your yeah. at your workplace, and just he just gets away. With he it just knows he's not gonna get fired. It's just like, like yeah, we need him for yeah. He's he's good at what he kind of does, but he's we're not gonna get rid of him. And then you then then on top of you yeah then on top of the big the biggest issue Charles Montgomery Punk he's just he's a mess he's a fucking mess <laughs> this guy and Charles Montgomery <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this dude annoying yo he said Charles Montgomery yeah Punk. Charles Montgomery Punk man that's what his name you know <laughs> that's the wrestling name Chris thing? Masters yeah. Punk man <laughs> Chris Masters Punk yo this dude Charles Montgomery <laughs> yo for a second he actually was got me on that yo I was like Charles Montgomery Punk is that what it actually stands for is that <laughs> I was yelling for a second. Got oh, me there, yo. Oh, oh man, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just it's it's a real mess. What it's, was the point a, of squashing him? Though? Well, not squashing him. But what was the whole point of having Mox beat him that quick? Like, if you're just gonna have Mox lose in Chicago, it's does that not that don't make sense to me? Like, what just, are you doing there? Like, I don't get excited for that. It's just and, the like fact, he sold like, a foot injury he, and he came back a week later, two he, weeks later. He's he was already injured, and uh, the fact like. They really wanted him to hold the title for such a long time, and just because he's injured, it just and then he ended up being injured. Honestly, he should just vacate the belt and then just have some. Yeah, instead of the whole interim, that's what a lot of people, even interim. Danny, said that. Yeah, it that, made no. It honestly made no sense. Well, it doesn't build your star because it's almost like, oh, he's well. It, it's funny because like, all right, Mox didn't have the belt during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he had the belt during COVID, but he didn't have a crowd. But then now, when he comes back, oh, he gets the interim belt, so he's not actually truly the champion. And then you're just gonna have him lose to CM Punk. So you're basically not really building him. Like, yeah, not not, like, not even like even like the belt, AEW belt doesn't even feel like important. Like the first champion obviously was uh Chris Jericho. He carried it. He carried it well. The he, champion. He, he, I he, thought made, so. he, he made it worthwhile. And then what was it? Mox held it next right after, or was it Omega held it next? 
Uh, Mox beat Chris Jericho. Uh, double confirm for me, John. I'm pretty sure Mox beat Chris Jericho. Yeah, I think Mox beat Chris so Jericho. Mox yeah. held it. Mox held it. It was a big. It, it built it up much better. It was Correct. a good. It was a great run. He had a great run until his. So he had to step away for you know rehab and Correct, stuff. Correct. Yeah. Omega. Omega. Rant had Omega held, held it. it yep. That's. It was good. Omega obviously he's a good draw. Like. Yep. They, then they really need him. They really need it. They really need it. They really need him back. I'm kind of glad he's now back because they kind of need him. They do need kinda, him. Kind of carry the company again. Like he can, he because he can carry the main event. Because obviously it's Kenny Omega. He can, he can. He's going to have good matches regardless. And then I really like. I really like the um. What was his name? I forgot the guy's name. The baby Hangman? Face cowboy. Hangman. Yeah, Hangman, Hangman on page. page. He, I like his storyline was good. Him winning the title. It was a perfect storybook ending. I think they did him dirty holding the title because they didn't make him feel like he was a legit champion. Because they knew the moment when CM Punk joined and Dan Bryan joined, they were, they knew they were like, all right, he's going to drop the he's going to drop. When the they belt. come back, when they yeah, when they come back, yeah, yeah, and then that's what pretty much what they did with uh, Hangman Page. The second Punk came. We're gonna drop. We're gonna drop the belt. Yeah, we're dropping the belt to you. Like, all right, we need the punk to like we, push we us through. Push us through. Get, the, get us the ratings, so all the internet dudes can say, "See, AEW's winning. Punk is back. Wrestling's good again. Everything's good." Yeah. Now well, look what CM Punk do. Being a freaking cancer and just holding everything hostage. Being like, being being what Hangman and even Ken, uh, Eddie Kingston were saying of like, we people don't want you here. We don't need you here. They don't need. They don't like. They really didn't really need him. Like all Punk needed to be be was just be a guy. Like he just put people over. Just put MJF over so he can get to get to the title. Like that's that, where it that should have went. Yeah. MJF should have won. Should have won that feud. Won that feud. Went over. Got the title. Even I also even think him losing that feud against Chris Jericho before also was kind of bullshit. Like he should have easily won those matches. He got big wins against. Big iconic wrestlers will put will put him over, and that makes him a legit guy for MGF. Yeah, for, for MGF to be to once he finally wins the title, he can literally hold the, hold the title for a, a good year or two, and then you could put the next pillar, the next pillar to have the belt next. Yeah, in. it just it just. I don't, I don't know if it was a money pull, though. I don't know if Tony Khan was like, oh, I want these stars so we can start drawing in more tickets so I can kind of like make up for the money that I've spent. But it's just like overspent on these on these guys. That's I feel it. like that's what he wrote wrong. It's the same. It's almost like East WCW repeated itself. Like, yes, WWE did waste a lot of talent. And but once these talent, for example, like I MJF, you no. have Chris Statlander. No, no, MJF, Chris Statlander. These are people you're supposed to be building up. So, okay, if MJF feels he's that big star and he's one of the better modern-day heels, you are supposed to pay him that money. You know what I'm saying? Give him that bread. Let him do what he needs to do, basically. So, I feel like it was a uh, it was a bad move yeah. on, on AEW's part to not give him that money. I feel like that it's kind of like the classic, like, all right, we'd rather just pay these WWE guys, man. We don't really need to pay yeah, you. Yeah, these XLWE guys. Like, we, just need, we just need them, man. We, like... They make our money. Like we're basically just keeping all the scrum ex employees over here and make them happy so they can stay. Because they're at the end of the day, those guys are going to leave, and those guys are getting old too. And there's like no point of like building up these ex got ex WWE guys, and they're just going to be gone within the next three to four years. Yeah, honestly, like, it's literally WCW. Like what you had the Chris Benoit's, the Eddie Guerrero's go through there, right? You mm-hmm. had. But, uh, those, others, are home, those are well. But those are what I'm saying those are the homegrown. But what happened was they got overshadowed by the Kevin Nashes, the Hulk Hogan's, the big boys, basically who came in and hijacked, basically hijacked, hijacked everything. Company. Yeah, and basically they were the ones that get the belts and get the titles. So it's kind of like the similar 
you know, what's Darby doing right now? Like he's not doing like, anything. He like he was literally just yeah. tagging along Sting for as, as like, a mentor, as basically, like, yeah, as basically fairy. as like a little um basically being Robin. <laughs> yeah, to a Batman. Like what's going on with MJF? What are we doing with Chris Statlander? It's the same yeah, concept. Jungle that, Boy do yeah. like like Jungle I like Boy's the, the with only, him and Christian though. Jungle Boy to me is the only one right now actually having a worthwhile like booking. Yeah. Like he, they're but building. I, I feel like they fucked that booking into, up too as well. They should have had him they fucked that shit up too when like, for example, they Luchasaurus, you know, the whole um Jurassic Express, obviously Marco's son's not there. So they basically turned Luchasaurus into like Kane, basically almost. Mm-hmm. Like he turned on his brother. Just a big monster. A big monster. And he was coming out looking legit, like flattening out everybody. Monster. So I thought we were gonna get the whole all right, Christian Cage basically got into the head of, you know, fucking just kind of like remember how Paul Bear did that to mm-hmm. um to uh, Undertaker, mm-hmm. uh, or was it K- no Kane? He got to the head of Kane, mm-hmm. and Kane was like, "Oh, you killed our parents in the fire, da da da. You let us burn, that kind of shit." Yeah. So you thought that I right, they're gonna do the kind of the Undertaker thing where I right, Luchasaurus goes up against Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy eventually gets to avenge him turning on him. Mm-hmm. Instead, they just the next week they basically were building something, and then they basically just had Luchasaurus go back on Jungle Boy's side to go up against Christian Cage. Yeah. But didn't really give us that big like pay per view event of he a he, grudge like, match between Jungle Boy and Lucha. Had Suarez. that grudge match, he loses. Then he, he keeps, flips back over to his side or something like that. He keep he keeps trying to face him again, loses again. Yep. Third time, he finally got he finally mid match he fi- Jungle uh, Lucha turns turns on Christian Cage. Facts. Yep. And then joins and joins Jungle Boy. And then then the blow off will be Christian Cage with somebody else. Yeah, with somebody goes up else against somebody else against Jurassic Express. Well, for you know the reunion match together. Yeah, maybe that, like you, Revolution for the Wrestle. That's like the WrestleMania. Yeah, they didn't do any of that's, that, bro. Like that's that's simple, 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 booking. good booking, and like you're building something. Like it, it just um, like it's just WWE mess right now. Like I'm saying, it's, it's literally like it's if literally you look how at, WWE was back in like 2017. Remember when they, they acquired like all the indie dollars from New Japan and yeah. they had everybody and sent every, a lot of them to NXT and then like they like, didn't do they, anything with they them. They didn't do anything with them and then they just kind of just sat around and just and they got all like the oh the. the the last generation of decent of TNA guys. Yep. Like the EC3. Over. Yep. Like EC3. EC3s, those, Aust, they, uh, not Austin. Austin Aries. Austin Aries. Uh, Samoa Joe. Yeah. Pac. They, they got, just didn't um, do anything with them. They just like. AJ Styles. At least they did something with AJ. AJ Styles. And just like. They kind of just like. All right. Samoa Joe had a great t- NXT run. It was run injuries run. that fucked them up. But, but yeah. Like, but, but like those other guys. Like Austin Aries. EC3. Yeah, they did nothing. They, basically, they basically yeah. did nothing with them. They just say. All right. We cool. have them. Yeah. We have them. All right. All right. Bye. Into the into the catering room, yeah, it's bad. I don't know. AW, you want to do want to do a couple of videos with uh, Xavier Woods? YouTube videos in yeah. the back. <laughs> you can play some Smash Brothers with him. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. Other kind of videos, Xavier Woods. Oh, the other Smash Brothers. Yeah, the other Smash Bros. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, AW is just. It's good to hear your thoughts on it because AW is just in a bad turmoil it's, to where it's literally like you had things going for you, and they just they just span it way too fast. They tried to to grow way too fast. I think so, and that's and that's going to be their fault. They're, I think. In a couple, like next two years, they're gonna go be. They're gonna be like how TNA was when Matt Hardy doing was doing the delete, the delete, the deletion shit. stuff. They're gonna be small. They're gonna they have their niche crowd. They kind of fucked still, that shit up too. It's still a quality, and they're still gonna run and have a quality card pro- in it and program, programming. Yeah. They're gonna still they're gonna fix all the issues because all the big names, the the hype died out. Yeah, I think what they tried to do was if you look at like kind of this last year of where like AW was kind of going wrong. It's also when they started to like go and go to California and go to different states they had never been. And obviously they're trying to get the popularity of AEW around. 
but they weren't sitting where they were good at on the East Coast and just building up should, that good they, they fan just, base and just they should have just kept kept it in one studio, one ring. And then once like the MJF comes along, like your Stone Cold or something like that, that gets really and have hot. All your, and have he then all your spreads big, it. And have all your big matches, all your big pay per views at big event, at at other locations. Not well, I want to say always that because then like if driving. people don't know what AW is, I don't want to put like my revolution in like some random ass city that like has never had an actual like AEW Dynamite event in that. Like I would still keep it in the areas that they're known for, like Jacksonville, Boston, New York. Pennsylvania. It's like you know but, what I mean. Like no, like, I get you. But they should slowly start to integrate it into the territory to where I feel like they were just trying to. Right, we just get a bunch of these old WWE guys. You know, everyone from Seattle to fucking Boston. They know who Keith Lee is, or they know some of it, or they know who Adam Cole is. And they did. I feel like they also did Adam Cole dirty in that whole yeah, standpoint of like, if I want to see any AEW guy succeed, Punk had his chance. Cole never had his chance to really hold the belt. Yeah. Like, if anyone was going to be Hangman, I would have rather have had it been Adam Cole. Yeah. Like, anyone who could take the belt from from Hangman at that point should have been Adam Cole. Would have been Adam Cole with would, the whole feud that been, they had. They yeah, had not good, CM Punk. But, you know, hey, everybody loves Charles Montgomery, man. Yeah, facts. All right, so we're going to get into the next part of the uh, of the podcast aspect. We're going to go King of the Hill. And I know you've been saying, what is King of the what Hill? What the fuck is this King of the Hill? All right, so I'm going to give you a wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. And that wrestler right now is going to be the King of the Hill. So I'm going to name other wrestlers that are going to go up against them. And you have to choose who you're picking, okay? All right. And then you're going to give us a little reason why. All right, cool, All cool. right, so your first King of the Hill who's going to be at the top is I'm going to give you someone – well, I know you like because of his background. You know, he played the sport that you played in high school. I'm going to put the king of the hill at Kurt Angle, okay? All right. So, Kurt Angle is going to be the first king of the hill. So, Kurt Angle mm-hmm. or Eddie Guerrero? Is it just a straight-up match? Just oh No, it's not a match. You, you can put in your head who's a match. No, we're not saying who would win because, obviously, there's booking in that. Mm-hmm. But just who are you taking over as a wrestler, whether it be their career, who do you like better, basically? Like, who are you taking, it's in, it's in, Kurt I'm, Angle or Eddie Guerrero? Uh, Shit, I have to do Eddie. I gotta do Eddie. You're uh, gonna take Eddie over Kurt. Yeah, I think Kurt, it just, Kurt? It, it just Eddie just more. It just like it's more personal. He's more. He's a more personal guy. Mm-hmm. It's just he's more. It's, his feuds are more memorable. Kurt Angle has some memorable feuds, but I think just Eddie really, really, really has that it factor as like a Facts. as like a as a main eventer as a star. Like obviously, Kurt Angle carried a whole company on his back. Yep, before the, the John Cena. T- yeah, T- oh, yeah, TNA. TNA. Yeah, you're right. His TNA run. Yeah. And obviously, Kurt he legitimized Angle, TNA. He, he, legit, he legitimized it. He basically legitimized the company in o, from 07 to, like, what, 2013? Basically pulled the Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho legitimized AEW, so. Yeah, he basically legitimized that. Okay. But, like, I, but like as, like, if they're in, like, if they're both in their prime and they're both in their, in like, in the... And whatever, let's say WWE in the, yeah, in the company, yeah. I'm, going, I'm going with Eddie, and I think with the talent... In in their prime and during that time, mm-hmm. it's Eddie. It's Eddie. Yeah, because he has also like that most classic like line like Eddie's dead. Eddie, <laughs> the, yeah, the classic <laughs> Batista. To, yeah, so to, so Eddie's gonna be on top of the hill at the. So moment. you're gonna take Eddie over there, okay? Yeah. So Eddie Guerrero or Triple H? These get hard, man. These, These get, get very hard. hard. Really, really hard. I shit. Eddie over Eddie over Paul Levesque. Oh shit! God, I got. I'm thinking. <laughs> man, I love think the government this. name. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta think, man. You know yeah, that uh, meme with uh, all the math max going. Oh you yeah, see, just going you on see your that head. You yeah, see that yeah, just going, going through your head. Through, yeah. Going through my head. I'm just trying to calculate how. It's hard, man, because 
I'll give you kind of like maybe the rundown to kind of help you decide. Triple H has the Triple H is like LeBron, right? Or Kobe, we'll say, right? The full no, career, wait, the career aspect. He's had the 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 length of the career you would want. Mm-hmm. Eddie obviously had his WCW, ECW runs, and then obviously the WWE run that we got to saw. But him and WWE was maybe like T Mac, right? We didn't get to see the full, you know, NBA career of T Mac, so we don't know what he could have been. Fully so, realized. Well, yeah, but like we didn't get it because of the injuries. He had his. I'll do. I'll use I'll, his career I'll, I'll short. Use, I'll use. Uh, Derrick Rose more. Okay, that's, that's fine. Better, better, better example. Well, yeah, because I guess yeah, Derrick Rose reached the top, winning the title and stuff like that. But all right, I, I, this is I this have, is wrestling. I'll have to say, I'll have to say Trips, man. Why? Trips is just he's that guy. He's that dude, man. Like it's Triple H. Like that dude is like for the business, by the, by business, the business, the way he, he sells, he's, like, the way he sells himself, the way he carries himself. He just he just does it right. That's when you think of a wrestler, a professional wrestler. He's a good textbook. He's textbook wrestler, like. I honestly just say, like, he's been there in three different eras. He's been involved in three different eras of wrestling. And, like, he's always been that dude. He's mm-hmm. always been that dude. And uh, even if he buries people, even, if that's even the if whole. he shovels everybody with the, with the shovel, he comes in with the with the Megatron suits and everything in the WrestleMania and his three-hour three entrances, he's, he's, he's that guy. He's, like, the he's, perfect, like, great music. Great rendition of his theme songs, which yeah, I feel like is like, lost in wrestling even, right now. With hair with no hair is just like it's just perfect. It's, he's, it's Triple H. Uh, uh, but hair Triple H is way better than no yeah, hair Triple H. We just gotta be honest on yeah, that. Like, ball hair Triple H. Cradle Triple H. Triple H. He's all right. Cradle Triple H. Yeah, facts. We're talking about the long hair blonde dude from Guitar Hero. You know, you know that big bulky dude who plays a guitar. Yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that dude. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. All right, ready? It's it gets harder. So if you're taking Triple H. Triple H or Ric Flair? Trips. So taking trips, why? I, I, I just find I just find Ric Flair kind of overrated. I think he's really. Yeah, I think he's really overrated. Oh, we'll man, just, we about to get some backlash on that. I don't like, like whoever's gonna cry about it. Like yeah, you, you like I'll I'll die on my grave. Tri- Ric Flair kind of overrated. It's just like even if you look back in like his WCW run and even his old like. I don't really, I, I never really watched a lot of the scene clips of like the 80s, the stuff back he was doing back in the 80s mm-hmm. and in like early 90s. It's just, I don't know. It's just Rick Ware, he's like, he's, he's, I know he's from like an old school style, but like, like the whole character Rick Flair, it's just like there's so many other people who, who do a Rick Flair like character much better. Yeah. They just do like, they just kind of do it better. I like, I'm just trying. I'm trying to think of examples right on right on the top of my head, but like, they're just it just. Jay Lethal kind of does, does a it, good. Does the yeah. Ric Flair gimmick better? Uh, Evolution era Triple H doesn't does it, does, does, does Ric Flair, Flair better? Yeah. It's just like to be the best, you got to be the best. I, I yeah. agree with what you're saying. It's just like, do you feel that like everything that you know, Ric Flair, I thought had probably one of the most perfect send offs you could ever want from like a wrestler standpoint to like, I, uh, someone you've groomed in the business to Shawn Michaels. You have actually a great storyline. I thought that whole like if you lose the if you lose a match, you're over. And they did that for like three months. As soon as Royal Rumble ended that at that Raw, they did the whole and it built up the suspense. Like, yo, he's going up against guys like Umaga, Chris Jericho, MVP, like he could fucking lose and we just don't know when. Mm -hmm. You get sent off beautiful the beautiful packages that you get to see with the you know leave of memories and all that kind of stuff. The, I love you, Shawn Michaels. 
Do you think, not saying it tarnished his career, but do you think him doing all this extra shit after with the TNA, with the, the, story the guest ending. matches that he, the match he did with like Jay Lethal and like that kind of, do you think that kind of, oh, uh, the one he did with Jeff Jarrett? Right, right at, it's got him back entering TNA two Yeah, weeks do you later. think that like muddies like it the muddies thought, a, your thought of him? Not really. Cause like it's like the I old NBA of, argument of like, all right, this dude tries to come back and he just looks like ass, and it's like, okay, you're not like that you guy. thought he you thought he retired because he's just so damn old, and yeah, you haven't seen him on TV in a while, and then you see yeah. him pop up on screen, like the hell is this dude doing? I think you know what I think, you, but is that muddier? I, I like, ah, like well, it doesn't leave yes the best taste on no, mouth because the most recent thing. Yes and no, because like I. Because we all, like, obviously as a kid, we all knew, as we got a little older, you know wrestling's fake. And him leaving oh, WWE right after. Oh, we don't use that here. Wrestling's not, wrestling is not fake. It's predetermined. It's predetermined. It's scripted. We, we, the outcome. We knew it was a predetermined. It's a predetermined outcome. Because I want to say yeah. fake to where, like, everything is fake. Like, obviously you're still using kendo sticks. It's, yeah. it's just you know manipulated. What I mean. You know to, what I mean. Yeah. The, the we just try to use that word. You know, it's just like right. if, uh, if I was completely white and I said, you freaking... Yeah, 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 we know that one. Yeah, you know what I mean. But nah. you know what I mean. You know no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Just I get like, what you're saying. It's, we but knew, as wrestling fans, we, we can't, we can't outcome, use that term. We, we knew the outcome. Like he, yeah, like, yeah. The ending, the, the ending of that feud was going to be bound to Ric Flair leaving. Rick of course, Flair, but Flair it was leaving. still a suspenseful, like because we were still like you no know, teenager there at was that no time. Access, there was still there was no, but there was no access to the internet. So it was, but it wasn't like as it is now. Yeah, but come on, you have to think that I think that was a great send off. It was, and it just yeah. And then the next week, you you tune in the TNA, you see him just coming. Yeah, and I'm so, back, baby. It just like pop it and just hijack the hijack the whole program. Yeah, but like, you think that's an ego thing? Maybe that's why you don't fuck with just, him. Like his ego's too big. No, it's just I think it's just a pride thing, and just like that's something like yeah. But wouldn't the ego be your pride though? Yeah, right? yeah in a mix. In, yes, in a sense, it's the same thing. Okay, so we're taking still Triple H. All right, so we're gonna go a little harder. Triple H or John Cena? We did Cena last time, but I'm gonna do Cena again this time just because I feel like they're they they intertwined in their prime in their primes. Maybe Triple H a little bit after his prime, but still there. Triple H or John Cena? Who you Cena. taking? Cena. Cena, my goat man. I, so even with Triple H and what he's done with NXT, so of course we always can uh, credit John it, Cena for carrying the company for the good, you know, that ten year stretch. Mm-hmm. But Triple H created a whole new company, a whole new division and brand that you know produced some of the best matches we've seen in a long time. Cena. Cena still. Yeah. Why? It's, it's the franchise. That's the franchise right that's there. That's Tom. That's Tom. That's Tom. That's Braun. That's that's. I think more of a, so. It's not, it's not Tom and like Triple H is Bill Belichick from the standpoint of like he he not saying he helped John, but like he he had some feuds with John. So yeah, you, you he would take John over trip, trips. Okay, so we're going by franchise guys. John Cena or the Undertaker. The franchise still John. Yeah, no debate. Well, even though. Before even the dude was a John, even though Undertaker, Undertaker was that franchise was that guy. guy, but I think I just I think Undertaker as like it just what how he was. We were looking back on his earlier years, like I feel like they really didn't know really what to do with him. He was just like the the, the mystical ghoul, ghoulish figure. Yeah, the ghoul. If you, if you look on the new generation era, Undertaker. Like, yeah, that he was just a, the ghouls and goblins and just yeah creepy monster guy and then Very like attitude area they actually made him to like you know a demonic entity 
Yeah. And then, like, they, add, they added the Kane well, character. Well, of course, they, they finally figured out was, what they, it was. They start to figure out then, and then he became Ryan and Rowan. Would you say that's the same for, like, John Cena? Like, John Cena came out, ruthless aggression. Like, that was him trying to figure himself out. Then, obviously, with the whole chain gang and, like, him rapping, that wouldn't be similar to, like, Undertaker of... But the whole thing, the change happened much quicker for John Cena in a, in a sense. Like, it took a few years, a few manias, and, and a few years to really get the Undertaker that we all know and the love gimmick. together. Okay. So John Cena, that, the whole prototype character John Cena was, it. It, it happened. It was a short cut for a few months. It dropped, came back, repackaged into the rapper, the rapper gimmick, World Life Chain Gang, and yep. then it evolved. And then and evolved it, from there too. It evolved giving from there. Us a spinner it, belt, it wasn't. That. It was. It wasn't like he was the prototype character for like like two, three years. Two, three years yeah. And then oh, now we're fixing his character. Okay. Yeah. I think that's why I, I'm just going to. You still choose John. I'll choose, choose John. It's you know just what? like I think. I think, and I think what he did. I think it just the pressure he put on a lot of people. On a lot. On a lot of people. A lot of people are age group just. You know, for a guy who's like, this is when you think of wrestling, you, you really think of John. Really Cena. think of John. It's kind of like the next person, mm-hmm. John Cena versus The Rock. Dwayne. I knew he was Dwayne, man. That. Yeah, because <sighs> like we said, John. Well, let me hear your take on it, because then now, what do you think, Dwayne? I, I'm going after. It'll be Dwayne over John, even though Dwayne really didn't need to carry the company for as long as John needed to carry he, the company. It's just. It's Dwayne. Like, well, what's just Dwayne? It's John, though. John had to actually carry the company to where it was like, ugh, like it lost me as a fan member yeah. when the whole Nexus era, like, yeah, that was very shaky. I hear you. It but just Rock like really what, didn't have to carry the company he really, like that. He didn't, he didn't really have to because he always had Austin. He had Jericho. He had Austin Triple Jericho, H too. Triple H, yep. too. He Shawn had Michaels. Shawn, Shawn Michaels and and he had a uh, what was it? Um, he, he, he had Undertaker in that time too. And, and, and he has um. Yeah, Taker, Taker, and Angle at that time, like mm-hmm. the end of the Attitude Era guys. He was, he was still, he was still two. He was, he was more like one A. He was yeah. more like one B. He was more like one B. Also, also like one A, one A. It's that classic, you know. There's just two out, alpha dogs. Like. Yeah, and like those, like. But why the Rock over John then? And that's it's the Rock man. Like he, he created, he, he laid the foundation of, of John Cena's career. He laid the foundation. John Cena perfected it, and whoever's going to come after Cena. Obviously, Roman or whoever else, they're going to carry on. They're going to carry it on, like the whole tra- the seamless transition to Hollywood, and just being you know that public eye movie star mm-hmm. persona. It, the Rock, The Rock created that. He he found yeah. he he started that. He started that, and like even though he didn't really need to carry the company as much as like as heavy as Cena did, it just he did he did he like he really helped out. Also, the curator, the, the career helped out a lot of careers for helped out Triple H's career. Obviously, his yeah. feuds in the IC, in the IC title reign matches True. and Stone Cold's matches. The back yep. the, the Booker two, T. Booker T. He he really he like he put a lot of guys over. He put a lot. He elevated a lot of guys. He elevated a lot of guys. As whereas Cena didn't really had to elevate anyone mm-hmm. until his US title run. But like, but do you think that's even because Prime like Cena, even when during Prime Cena, like. 06, 08 to like 2011 Cena, like all he had, all he really was competing with was mainly with just with Edge, with Edge, Randy, Batista, and Batista. Yeah, the top four. The top, they, they were like pretty. That was pretty they much it. Yeah. But like those were already guys. Like 
they all they all held it. They all held the belt. They all right, held okay. the belt at the at the time where that compared to the time at that, at least everybody held the belt at least once, but those guys were even elevated much bigger. To that level. Okay. I, I, I respect that to where you could say, yeah, Rock with Chris Jericho too, helping, you know, yeah, he, willing to take the loss. Take the loss of the same night. The that, belt. Yeah, same with Stone Cold taking the loss. So I then we'll end it there at the Rock because I won't go until, you know, Rock versus Stone Cold. We don't got to get into go, that. We can go. We can go. Nah, because with you just talking, I actually thought of a better way to end King of the Hill. We're going to go King of the Hill. I'm going to go, what era is better? Tell me what's a better era. Ready? I'm not going to say like Attitude Era versus New Era. I'm going to name you four wrestlers during a certain era, and you mentioned all of them. Who are you taking? Why? What's like the nostalgia aspect you have? So if we're going like the Attitude Era into the early 2000, I'm going Stone Cold, The Rock, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, right? Those four. I want to put those four up against our generation's big four, which you could maybe put The Undertaker over Shawn, but whichever one, but we'll mm-hmm. stick with Shawn. Uh, Sean, actually, uh, yeah, we'll stick well, with Sean. I think Sean's I'll still say, part of like, I'll say, to me, with the whole Shawn Michaels, I'll put him in more in the, the Roots of Aggression PG era. But that's Shawn the era. Michaels, that was like his best like match. That was him, yeah, because he did take matches. a right, so we'll put, second win, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, well, we, like I said, you can switch him out for Sean, but I think that's the top four that we a lot of us think about. Undertaker is just one of those like... Anomalies. Anomaly kind of thing. He's an outlier because yeah. like, he's... Now the Marky other four... Mark and the Funky Ghoul yeah. Bunch. Now the other four is... John Cena, Batista, Randy Orton, and Edge. Those four. If you had to put those four up against those four, who are you taking? Those four against those four? Because those are probably, like, if you think about it, the two, like, I was watching, like, music, and they were like, I, of the art era, the last, the 2010s, is, like, Drake, um, Travis, and, I'm not Travis, it was Drake, um, two other people, basically. I forgot, I forgot the other two, which is, which is sad. But that was like of our era. Mm-hmm. So of those four guys in that era versus this four guys in this era, obviously some of them intertwined within the era. Who would you take though? You had to choose. Go in the Ruthless Aggression boys. You're going with the Stone Cold, the Rock. I'm not the Ruthless Aggression. I mean, uh, oh my bad. You're going with the the Edge, the Randy. Yeah. Why? Those are the guys, man. They 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 had matches. They had bangers. They had bangers that I remember watching like on TV, and they just like I was just losing my shit. 12, 13 year old me just like going crazy. Not even even early as like 9, 10, 11 years old me just going crazy True. on TV. Like, yo, like, like I remember, um, what was that match? What was that match? Uh, shit, 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 shit. It was a world heavyweight match. Edge versus Batista. It was a smack. It was like a, it was like a throwaway Smackdown match. And it was like, yeah. I just remember that watching that match and like, it's just like, it's just good matches. Like, I just remember just actually just staying up late just to watch. Just watch quality. There's good wrestlers and watch my favorite guys on TV. Just that you think it was because it was at an age where like that's when you understood wrestling more, but it was just like it appealed you a little bit more too. Yeah, it's like and a four, five, six. We watch it. You, yeah, and then a lot of my friends were watching it, so we like I had some, we had something to talk about after school or during school. Yeah, it was just, it was just the vibe. Okay. Like I said, so that was our King of the Hill edition. You know, like I said, it's hard. If you guys have anything to say, put it in the comment section down below. King of the Hill is a hard one because there's so many good people that we're going to mention, and they're only going to get harder from, from here on out, guys. From here on out, that's that, a little I, tough one. We did have one last topic. I mean, it's off the back of my mind. I can't remember what the uh, the the one last topic. Oh yeah, it was the. Uh, we'll end it off real quick here. How do you feel about the whole uh, Thunder Rosa thing? To where? Does the whole, and this kind of goes back to what we're talking about with AEW. I'm going to spin it a little bit. 
WWE has been known for, okay, if we're independent contractors, we should be able to go to different wrestling companies and do this, this and this. Do you think now we're seeing why WWE was so strict about, okay, you guys are independent contractors, so obviously we don't want to pay your insurance and shit. We know why they do that. But do you think now we get to actually see why WWE don't want their wrestlers going to other wrestling promotions to wrestle, even though technically part of what their job title is, they theoretically could? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. To like the Thunder Rosa, a lot of people say that I right, maybe why they took the title off her and all this, obviously with the injury, but like she obviously was running her own promotion and she was always not really in the building and not, not in their yeah, basically not present. And you see that obviously with like other wrestlers not being there every week. Do you think that's something that AEW is like hurt, hurt for? Conflict of interest. Yeah. You think like now we're actually starting to see like maybe why WWE was so strict on that to where like yeah, I, I if see, our wrestlers aren't going to be here every week like people really can't buy into them because I, I didn't really buy too much into Thunder Rosa, like in my opinion. Yeah, I, I I understand, but like it's just like obviously whatever you ever think the business it's a place of work. Yeah, you, you like you got you got to enforce that, and especially a smaller company like AEW and in your top. Your top wrestler, your top champion, in a, in a smaller division that you need to build up. That you, you haven't built up. You're probably arguably your weakest division. Yeah. And you, your main champion's out doing God knows what. Not there. Like you have to take you have to take the belt. I and that's and I get why WWE's don't allow their wrestlers go to other promotions or to do that. Yeah. Do other do the other things and, stuff, like, yeah. and especially if they get hurt, it screws it screws their booking. It screws the other company's booking. Yep, all the and time and, and stuff you spend. And, and, and it's hurting your pocket as well. It's hurting the wrestler's pocket as well. I get, I get why you I get why fans they want to see more of some more of your favorite wrestler, more of your favorite wrestler, and another pro, another programming. But you got to think about the business, okay. especially if you're a title holder. You got to think about the business because yeah. you're you're basically the brand. So everyone, you know, always talking shit about WWE doesn't let their wrestlers do this and this this. WWE's been going for years, and there's a reason why. And if you think about it, they when they took their talent, did start off as individual like territories. Obviously, they would buy off the territories, but it does make sense to where I, if I'm investing all the like all the time that was spent into getting us to you know go for Thunder Rosa and do this and put a check, give her it, a fat check, yeah, give her the check, the, give put the strap yep, on her, put the, uh, the notoriety on her. So obviously, AEW took that chance, right? Instead of building up a homegrown talent like Chris Statlander, who was with the company for they went the Thunder Rosa route, right? Mm-hmm. And they put all that time in. And then now, not saying that she doesn't, but she's also running another promotion, so she's not there. So obviously, they're not truly invested in her. And she's doing all this other stuff to where now it's like, all right, she gets injured. She's like, okay, all that time we invested in you. Now it kind of comes back to like bite them in the ass, basically. Mm-hmm. So just wanted to, to touch on that, see what your, your thought on that was. Yeah, that was one of my thoughts, man. Just... Gotta respect the title. That's all. That's a big thing, yeah. Gotta respect the title. And I feel like AEW right now is in and a... And do the uh, job. Do the job. And pay pay your guys, man. MGF, we're always, I'm always going to probably... MGF needs to get that fat check. Tony Khan, stop bringing to, all these... You, you need to, you need to, you need to get, not put yourself involved in your booking, in the, in the company's booking. Get some real bookers. Get some actual writers. Get some actual promoters to run your company. You just need you just need to make sure you hand the check. That's all you need to do. You write the check for these guys. Let other people do the booking. Else, yeah, you, like, that's why that's why that's why Cody Rhodes left, and now he's out with a with a blown titty. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Malachi Black just recently uh, asked for his release, and he got released. All that time they spent on that, like, the whole you, Black family, like 
now that's gone. It's just it's just it's just a waste. Like the it, Dark Order is going to waste. Obviously, honestly, it kind of went to waste in the second um, with the passing of Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Of it course, kinda, like they should have just like it all did. right, shelved it and just shelved it for his legacy instead of you know we're gonna keep running running his egg. We're gonna put a new leader in and stuff. Basically, break them apart and then it could come up as like a random a like oh they used to be in the Dark Order. That used to be a thing. Kind of like you know let it go to rest with Brody. I, yeah. I, I I agree with that. But there's a lot of things I feel like that uh, AEW has started to where like now it's just like we don't get to see. The people we've been people. seeing for years, I feel like, like Santana and Ortiz, I feel like we don't get to see him as much. We don't get to yeah, see where the hell Miro at? <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. They're in a weird spot to where they absorbed all this talent. They don't know but, what to do with it. Like they you have was, too much of a good thing going on, and they don't have enough time for it too as well. Where like Rampage is not a two-hour show. Dynamite should stay at two hours, but like if you don't give Rampage, like they they, they are make, desperately they need in need of a brand split, in my opinion. They, but it makes it even harder though too to do because they, they don't they don't have they don't have enough rock talent to they make have, a brand. They have enough talent, I think, to make a brand. But it's a, just they're to not to make two full rosters. They have enough talent to make two full rosters. They have enough talent. There's a lot of people they don't use. Jamie. You know I there's a lot of people that don't get touched that argue about you're not using us properly. You're not doing this, this, and this. And there's definitely some guys that they can easily I've signed like, and it's weird. I feel like. That's the issue with AEW too as well. I feel like they should have been did a brand split once the popularity started to go once up they, before CM Punk. Once they once they bought all the next WWE guys, the, the Dan Bryan's and the Punks and all those, they could have just easy split it up, make a new make a new main title belt, two belts. Yep, two belts for two 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 belts for the for the company. You have your Dynamite belt. You have your Rampage belt. Yeah, works out perfect. You, you split all the XWB guys in, in those within the two brands. You got you split all your homegrown talent in the those pillars, brands yep. and all the unused people in those brands. You make you make you make Rampage a two hour show, a full two hour show, and then you, you can use your AEW Dark as like you know bonus stuff. Your developmental. I feel like it should always be your developmental and stuff like your that. De- developmental and like you know. The pull the pull the guys out the street to say the showcase like hey we pulled this kid out out the street from some local promotion from the from local the bar terror. we pulled him out from the bar bar and then like he's gonna do some flippy flips and and dives yeah but but, but outside of that that's all um, that's all. I think we got over everything we needed to Jamie's first time being on the live podcast yeah sorry about that fuck up opening but uh, I'll fix that better fuck it that shit happens man and like yeah. I said at the end of the day we're gonna speak the truth. <laughs> So, there's not much to say, but it's been the Bump Boys. And wait, wait, I can end it right. It's been the Bump Boys. Peace. Peace. Must be Juju. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh, my God. It's so great. Bang!